and sisters, this weekend we celebrate Thanksgiving. It is officially a national secular holiday, but this reality of Thanksgiving, this disposition, this ongoing expression of gratitude personally and collectively, it touches the very heart of our Catholic Christian faith. And what is at the heart? The Eucharist, the Holy Eucharist. In the Greek language, Eucharist, Eucharistia, literally means, literally translates to thanksgiving. What we are taking part in at this Mass, we are primarily participating in this event of thanksgiving. We give thanks, you know, through our words, through our intentions, through our body language, through the gifts, the offerings we bring to the altar. And it doesn't stop there, brothers and sisters, since we are called to be walking tabernacles in the world, since we have this Eucharistic and missionary identity as children of God, we cannot help but be a people of thanksgiving as we go forth from Mass into our neighborhoods, into our homes, radiating that love of God that we have received and that which we are receiving. But I tell you, this that work of thanksgiving, <laughs> it doesn't happen automatically. It is up to us. we got to make that effort. And yeah, it's hard sometimes. Sometimes that's the last thing we want to do is to offer gratitude. Gratitude to God or to anybody. Yeah, it's not simple. It is easier said than done. But it is worth it. It makes all the difference in the world. When we walk through those doors of thanksgiving, when we exercise those interior spiritual muscles of gratitude, Everything, everything becomes more meaningful and infused with a degree of delight and beauty and goodness. This is the effect that flows from that cause, that cause, that choice at the depth of our hearts to say and to mean, thank you, thank you. About 1,600 years ago, the great bishop of Milan and doctor of the church, St. Ambrose, St. Ambrose said this, no duty is more important than that of returning thanks. No duty is more important than that of returning thanks. And many centuries later, Pope St. John Paul II, he said, the best way of showing our gratitude to God is by becoming passionately aware that we are his children. I love this. Again, the best way of showing our gratitude to God is by becoming passionately aware that we are his children, says JP2. That's you and me, brothers and sisters, God's children. That statement, those statements from John Paul II and St. Ambrose, I find them just chock full of wisdom, that which reflects our readings for today that are just saturated with this theme of wisdom. Wisdom and thanksgiving and this, our own childlike awareness of how much we're loved by God. These, all these realities are intertwined. And before we launch into our scripture passages for today, I'd like to share with you a joke, a joke involving an innocent child and a grandpa sitting together after Thanksgiving dinner. And so there's little Susie sitting on her grandpa's knee as they're digesting some Thanksgiving turkey in the living room. Monday night football's all on in the background. He's reading her a story. It's a pleasant 
you know, atmosphere. And as Grandpa's reading her the story, little Susie, from time to time, takes her eyes off the book and reaches up to touch Grandpa's slightly wrinkled, grisly cheek, his cheek. And as she listens to the story, she finds this interesting, the texture of Grandpa's grisly, slightly wrinkled cheek. And then she would, she would touch her own face and then his cheek, like comparing and contrasting back and forth, back and forth. And then finally, Susie, interrupting the story being read, Susie speaks up and asks, Grandpa, did God make you? Yes, sweetheart, he answered. God made me a long time ago. Oh, Susie paused. Grandpa, did God make me too? And Grandpa's grizzled cheeks smile. Yes, indeed, Susie, God made you just a little while ago. And then after feeling their respective faces once again, Susie, as she's patting her own cheek, comments, Well, I guess God, he's getting better at it, isn't he? Oh, what comes out of the mouths of the little ones, say, eh, folks? And then Grandpa just chuckled to himself, Well, Father Time will come and meet you too, little one. <laughs> now, who's, who's the wiser, you know, the child or Grandpa? Well, they both are. They both are. The wisdom. Wisdom. No one has a monopoly over wisdom. In our first reading today, appropriately from the Book of Wisdom, we hear this. I called on God, and the spirit of wisdom came to me. I preferred her to scepters and thrones, and I accounted wealth as nothing in comparison with her. Wisdom, that gift of wisdom. And we have this petition in our responsorial psalm. Teach us to count our days that we may gain a wise heart. Lord, teach us to count our days that we may gain a wise heart. And so, friends, we have this petition and this appraisal, this rave review of this priceless treasure, wisdom. Not a manufactured human wisdom, not seeing as the world sees, but a wisdom from God. And ultimately, this gift, when it's received and utilized, what comes into focus is the finish line, eternity, eternal life. In fact, these are the last two words of our gospel passage today eternal life. The author of the letter of the Hebrews in our second reading today offers us this piece of wisdom. Before God, no creature is hidden, but all are naked and laid bare to the eyes of the one to whom we must render an account. This is a sobering truth about the day which is to come sometime down the line for all of us. That day when we take our last breath at the end of our pilgrim journey, all will be laid bare to the eyes of the one to whom we must render an account. And okay, so how do we arrive there in a presentable state before the awesome judgment seat of God? How do we wisely arrive there with our hearts filled with gratitude, with thanksgiving? Well, our Lord, he shows us the path in our gospel today, releasing our grip 
from all that is non-essential, pruning away as best as we can the frivolous activities and things, by the grace of God chiseling off all that stuff that we can accumulate. For sure, the stuff that can explicitly poison our soul, and also the small, the simple stuff that can often rob God of our attention. In our gospel today, we have this, this young man coming to Jesus, and we learn that he knows the commandments. He's kept the commandments, which is very good, but he's hungering for something deeper. There's something more that he wants, and Jesus looks at him. He looks at him, and he offers him, and he offers us this invitation. You lack one thing. Go, sell what you own, and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. And then we hear this from St. Mark. When the man heard this, he was shocked and went away grieving, for he had many possessions. Went away grieving. It's not ready yet to release. And okay, here we have this challenge, this demand from our Lord to detach wholeheartedly from everything that's holding us back from God, from an ever-deepening relationship with Him, to release our grip on all that is non-essential and to cleave to the Almighty One and His plan for us, that which is most essential. And some, yes, have that call to radical poverty like St. Francis of Assisi or St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta, literally obeying to the letter this summons from our Lord and inspiring so many to do the same. And for most of us to say, just to say, okay, Lord, okay, Lord, I will follow you. Okay, I'll follow you, Lord, all the way to heaven, to the judgment seat and beyond. And so I detach now. Lord, help me examine all these things that are non-essential. And Lord, help me. Brothers and sisters, we can say this in the first person singular. Lord, help us. Help me. Help my parish family. Help the families within our parish to release my grip, to release our grip from all that is non-essential. Lord, as a people of thanksgiving, as a people yearning for a deeper wisdom, your wisdom, we as your children, help us detach from all the non-essential items and aspirations and projects and little schedules and events. Lord, help us detach from all that. And Lord, help us to cleave to our truest treasure, you. Lord, help us to cleave to you. Our Lady of Perpetual Help, pray for us. Saint Joseph, pray for us.